Hey, Alex here. Do you ever wonder what makes great investors? Do I have what it takes to be one? You're listening to the Market Adventures podcast, and today we're going to talk about just that, becoming an investor, and whether or not you or I have the ability to become a great one. Before we get started, hit the first link in the description to subscribe to the Stock Market Newsletter at beginnersedge.co. Did you do it yet? Great. Enjoy this episode. Growing up in the hills of Jamaica, I spent most of my days climbing trees and running the streets barefoot with my friends and family. Even when I came to America, if I wasn't at a sports practice, I was out and about with friends. Doing my part to preserve a clean environment is an integral part of what makes me, me. Last year alone, the big banks invested more than half a trillion dollars in industries that directly led to global warming. That's why I love Aspiration. I know that my money will never be used to destroy the earth that I love. Even more, I can choose to fight global warming with every purchase by planting a tree using my spare change. On the financial side, I get up to 10% cash back at environmentally friendly partners, and you can get access to up to 20 times the interest of a traditional bank savings account and pay no fees at almost 60,000 ATMs. Here's the best news. Aspiration is offering all of us up to $200 when we open an account at aspiration.com slash green. I started with only $10 and now I'm hooked on the amazing feeling I get that I'm making a difference in the world that I love to explore as a child. Be part of the change by going to aspiration.com slash green. So the truth is everyone and anyone could be an investor. And here's the best part. Having a degree or a license or, you know, more experience, connections, whatever, more money, none of that stuff can make you uh, a better investor, right? That doesn't make you a better uh, suited person to be an investor because you have accreditations and you have a, a leg up. You know, none of that stuff makes you any better or makes you any worse than somebody who has that stuff. Maybe you don't. And this is important, right? And it's important enough that I felt that we needed to pick a specific episode to to talk about this. Buying and selling real estate, buying and selling stocks, starting a business, none of these even require a high school diploma, right? It's not like you go to do one of these deals and they tell you, wait, no, you can't do it. Let's see your diploma first, right? None of this stuff requires any type of accreditation, uh, proof of education, none of that stuff, right? So what does it require? You know, what type of people make the best investors? Well, I've narrowed it down uh, to two things. I mean, there's there's books out there. There's a bunch of other resources out there that'll tell you uh, a bunch of things that make great investors. But I've narrowed it down to two, um, and I'm going to broaden them out a little bit. Right. So first is people who are willing to do what it takes. Right. People who are willing to do what it takes. This is important in many ways. Right, because you can have the education, you can have the money, you can have the connections, right? You can have the work ethic, you can have a lot of things. But if you don't have, if you're not willing to do what it takes, then all of those things are useless, right? Somebody once said, um, "The person who can read is no better than the person who chooses not to," 
right? Or said, yeah, the person who chooses not to read and can is no better than the person who cannot read, right? Many stockbrokers are bad traders, ironically enough, right? Even though they trade, they handle investments for other people, right? They themselves do not trade well for themselves. Right? Their own portfolios aren't very good. Why? Because they lack the humility, right? They think that they've been doing it for years. They already know how to do it. They do it for such, such and such a person. They've been around it all their lives that they can just do it. And the reality of it is that humility is a necessary skill to have in doing anything great, right? Uh, accomplishing anything, right? Think about Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett does not, or he hasn't publicly, um, you know, said he's gonna, you know, he's invested in Bitcoin or Tesla or any other investments that have been running up the last couple years, right? Even just in the last couple of months, and he's been investing longer than almost anybody, right? But he doesn't say, "Well, I'm an investor. I know how to pick great stuff." He says. No, I'm humble enough to know that I don't know anything about this crap. I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to stick to what I know, right? And and that's not to say that you should stick to what you know. But if he wasn't 90 years old, I'm sure he would venture into learning those industries, right? He he knows that, okay, I wanted to learn the, industri- the uh, insurance industry. When he was younger, he learned insurance, and he owns or his company owns a majority of GEICO, Right, he said he wanted to learn real estate when he was younger. Right, Berkshire Hathaway handles real estate, so now he doesn't want to. Right, and he knows that I'm not going to invest just because I invest in all these other things. I don't just know this. Right, so that's why stockbrokers and accountants and economists, those guys, those money guys, those numbers guys, don't make great traders because they're not willing to say, okay, I know one aspect of the industry, but I need to humble myself to make sure that I'm learning. This half, right? I don't want to come in with a sense that I already know it. I'm entitled to it, right? And let's we'll continue on this, right? Even real estate, real estate agents, right? A lot of real estate agents are not great investors. A lot of them don't even own real estate for themselves outside of like their own primary residence, right? Their own house, right? A lot of them don't own rentals and they don't flip properties and things like that. They do it for other people. Why? Because a lot of them feel the tactics that are involved in investing in real estate are, are don't go they don't go with the book that they learned right they go outside conventional knowledge right and they have a hard time breaking out of that they're not willing to step out of that realm you know my family my my family right i have a lot of mid to high income earning individuals a lot of nurses um a lot of people who own you know own businesses or work for businesses for a long time and make a decent amount of money and you know, not a lot of them or if any of them really own assets. And that's, again, because you can have a lot of money. If you're not willing to do what it takes to learn how to move that money and put it to work, then that money is is useless, right? You can have the college education, but if you don't put into practice not what you learned, but the fact that you learned how to learn, then that skill is useless. Investing is not this esoteric idea, right? It's not reserved for only, you know, it's not reserved for a certain kind of people, not reserved for people who came from money, who are, again, natural hard workers, gifted with intelligence, or have a network. It may require hard work. It may require intelligence. It may require money, but it is not reserved for those people because all those things can can be acquired, right? You may have to do some things, but it doesn't mean you have to be born able to do those things, right? You have to 
um, be willing to do those things. Now, the second the second um, thing that makes investors right, uh, a great investors, is confidence, right? Because now we've established, okay, not only do you need to, um, you don't need to come in with this stuff, but you have to be willing to do this stuff. Now, the second part is you have to have the confidence to do this stuff, right? We're not talking about cliffhanging, bare knuckle boxing, you know, we're not talking about anything crazy like that. That's not the confidence we're talking about. Like, I'm the best and the biggest person there is. It's confidence in the ability that you can learn to do whatever it is that you don't know how to do now. Right? That's it. You must have the confidence in your ability to do, to learn, to do something. Right? Elon Musk just put a chip in a monkey's brain and had him play a video game. He probably wasn't thinking about that. You know, when he was in college, when he was back in South Africa, he probably wasn't thinking about any of this stuff. But when the problem presented itself, he believes that he can do it. Right. Even, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he may have been a, a whiz with programming, but who knew he could turn programming into, you know, one of the biggest companies on the planet? Because that requires marketing, that requires social skills, building teams, talking to people, uh, inspiring people. That is something that he had to learn how to do because you're not innately a social uh, a social person, a marketer, as a programmer, right? You're right? He had all this natural intelligence, but he had to learn and do what it takes to be great at the things that made Facebook what Facebook was, right? There, how many people, and I, and I know this myself, I went to school with a lot of smart people who are very not, not social, right? They had very trouble in social situations, and then there was... Me, I wasn't as smart as them. I was smart, but I was smart and still able to be social, right? I had confidence in myself, right? Now, for that person that didn't finish college, do you believe that you can read a book on real estate investing and uh, put those strategies into practice, right? For the person with the economics degree, do you believe that you can be humble enough to learn valuable information from an investor that never got their degree? Right, think about that. Can you be someone who has a PhD and go to a, a course, a webinar, right, and sit and listen to somebody who never had a degree but is doing something that you wish you were able to do? Could you bring yourself down from that high pedestal and look and listen to somebody? The stock market is full of investors and traders with no degrees who are earning money hand over fist, right? Former criminals, right? Um, a, a single mothers, right? People who are who have a hard time, and then you have people who are born into certain situations or grew into certain situations that are losing money hand over fist, right? Accountants, business executives, PhDs who lose money consistently, and they lose money to these people who weren't born with all this stuff or grow into this stuff, right? Didn't innately have this stuff, right? Nobody has an edge in any industry. No one has an edge on anybody else in any industry, right? Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Poor Dad author, his son could be born today and grow up and have no uh, no advantage of financial education over me just because his dad was a financial wizard, right? It doesn't matter. The only thing limiting your potential comes down to a few decisions. Decide to do whatever it takes and decide to act with confidence.
Do you have what it takes to be an investor? Can you do what it takes? Can you do it with confidence? Can you get the newsletter designed to fit every level of investor? Go to beginnersedge.co or click the first link in the description to do that. This is your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well. And remember, as you begin searching for the answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.